On today's program, celebrities take blame for racism. Another black man is killed by the hands of police. We are sick of it. But who's to blame? What's your idea for change? Is it abolition or reform? We will discuss what is really to blame. The unions. That's right. This is Emergency Exit. Welcome to another episode. This is episode 161-60. It is June 17, 2020. It is again 10 on 10 in our floating tin can. Far above the world. That's right. I am Los. Follow me on Twitter at That's Right Los. Joining me, as always, is Father David himself, the holy Hispanic, David Aguilar. That's right. And making sure we're streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and on Channel 10 is Brandon the Hard Hat Mitchell. Oh, hey, what's up? There I forgot. I was, trying to, I was trying to take a nap real quick. <laughs> been a long day. Yeah, man. Well, you How know, y'all we've, doing? We've got a lot to talk about. There's a lot of things we didn't get to last week. We're going to try to get, some, get into some of that. But first, let's do a Brew World Order. Hell yeah. Very Jack Black of you. Scatting has been around a lot longer than that guy, but I think he made it really popular. Again. He did, especially right. with those eyebrows. We've got from Adele Birch Brewery. Is it Dale? Dale. 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 Dale way. Because it's a Mexican style lager, and the way the exclamation points are, it's Dale. What does Dale mean? Like, give it. Like, give like, it? Yeah, I mean, that's what it translates to. Like, give it, but it's like, hell yeah, or like, fuck yeah. You know Is what I mean? Is something wrong with his mic? He Is sounds it? really faded. It's probably because... I don't think he was talking into it. Okay. Oh, my bad, my bad. But yeah, so... Act that, like you're on a radio show, though. Dale. Oh, go for it. Yeah, I guess you can translate. Oh, it says go for you it. You literally translate to that. Go for it. There's not much that we can see on the internet about this. This is a brand new beer. We love Adelbert's. Matter of fact, you see, I'm on their... I'm on their... Uh, oh, that is cover. <laughs> that's, that's me. I'm on their can. I remember I was... I, uh, Nick Ryder and I used to always play there. Uh, is that when you were a ref? Yeah, when I was a ref. And... <laughs> Somebody was looking. They have a big one of these uh, signs with his uh, Adelbert on there, and they were mm. like, "Is this your bar? Is this your brewery?" And I, was, I guess you can see that kind of looks like me. Very little detail, beard and hair. That's a great way to pick up a girl. Be like, "Of course, yeah. this is this is all mine." We used to think uh, it's called Adelberts, mm. and uh, the owner, I think his name was Scott, told us, "No, it's actually Adelbert, mm. who is his brother, who was his brother." Oh. Uh, anyways, Adelberts. Yeah, everyone says it's Adelberts or something, but it's Adelbert. So this is a Mexican-style lager uh, coming in at 4.4% alcohol by volume. And this is uh, that's all it says. There's nothing we can say about this except let's crack it open and, yeah. and drink. Let's hear that sound. Ooh. How's that sound to you? I need it. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Mm. Oh, that explosion. That's an explosion of love right there. Mm. Wow, this isn't bad at all. Mm. Oh, mm, mm. Well, what do you guys think of this thing? It's uh, it's pretty light. Um, something I can definitely drink all day at a river. I think that's a that is a a standard for yeah. us. Like if it's something that you can drink at at the river all day. Yeah. Like you're, get, if you're at Deep Eddie Pool or Baby Barton Creek and you're just chilling, Greenbelt, get the Greenbelt, just drinking one of these. Now, 
I think this would go really good with chips and salsa. That's all I'm thinking of. Yeah, you know what? That is a good one. Yeah, like, yeah, like chips and salsa, maybe some fajitas. You know, dale, hey, dale, way. You know what I mean? That's what you say when you get when you hit the park, dale, way, and then you lift this up, dale, way. That's a commercial. We need to make a commercial. Cook out in the park, and then you walk up with the six pack, and you say dale, and then it cuts. Or it could be like those old uh, what's up commercials, mm. like WhatsApp. It's like dale, dale. And then we just fucking throw beer everywhere. Que pasa, wey? Que pasa. Anyways, that sounds good. What about you, Brandon? What do you think? Uh, give us a, why don't you give us a rating before we go? Do, do you like the taste of orange in there? Or is that just me? I guess I feel citrus. like I get a little bit. some cit- Something citrusy yeah. in there? Definitely yeah. something citrusy yeah. in there. Um, lemony, almost. Yeah, you know what? More yeah. orange. Or- yeah. Orange. I think it's more it's orangey. When he said orange, I started tasting that more. It's something. The power Anyways. of influence. Mm. You know, I'm going to give it a solid four and a half. Wow. That's right. 4. Just, 5, just coming right. out straight. Yep. That's pretty damn good. I would do a solid four. That's right. You're saying solid, solid four. Solid four. Uh, let me taste this one more time. Mm. Mainly because I don't have the stash lingers, so I can't tell. Yeah, and you can smell it in your mustache. You mm-hmm. just lift up your lip. It's still there. <laughs> I missed that. Uh, you know what? It's Okay. When it comes to Delbert's Brewery, mm-hmm. they have wonderful beer yep. there. Yep. Um, if I was to compare it to any of their other beers, they, it doesn't compare to the Hibiscus. Or oh, the, that one's mm, amazing. The, the, the Monk one, whatever, the Flying Monk or mm-hmm. Flying Nun. Or, or there's there's the Flying Monk and then the Naked Nun. The Naked Nun is really mm-hmm. good. Oh. And then they have that uh, philosophical stuff. Of, Philosophizer. <laughs> the Philosophizer, <laughs> that's right. I'm going to give this one a solid 3.9. That's right. Mm. You know, that's it. That's the brew world. Hit me with that. I feel it in my soul, the bubbles. All right. Hey, so we're back again. Welcome. If you guys want to give us a call, the number is down below right now. 830-875-0637. Sorry. I don't, I, I need a, I need a mute mic or a mute That's why you know it's a good beer when you get a good burp out of it. Yeah. You know, I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, is that, I don't know if that's <laughs> a good thing or not. <laughs> uh, last week we talked to officer Dennis and mm. uh, Told us, you know, the good cops are good cops and there's bad cops. And uh, the good cops try to rat on the bad cops and uh, sometimes it doesn't go well. Yep. It, it Sometimes they it just doesn't happen. I think it's got to be for one thing. The unions. <laughs> the unions. It's unions. You know, they... We'll get into unions in a little bit. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not very familiar with unions. I mean, we'll talk about unions here. Okay. Um, but first, I thought... Maybe we can talk about this video. There was a video that celebrities put out because that's what we need right mm-hmm. now is to hear from fucking celebrities. Where they said they take responsibility. Yes. And, you know, maybe they should take responsibility. So let's watch their video and let's, re- let's react to it here. I take responsibility. Mm. I take responsibility. I'm on the fence about it, but I'm listening. Turn that up. I take responsibility for every unchecked moment. For every time I said, give me five on the light hand side. <laughs> I'll take responsibility for not listening to Megan and, uh, and leaving me knickers on the floor. They're called underpants. I will no longer allow an unchecked moment. I will no longer <laughs> throw away the African-American part of the Oreo cookie just to get to the creamy white middle. <laughs> 
I will hire more black hookers. Going for a jog should not be a death sentence. Sleeping in your own home should not be a death sentence. Uh, sorry, I guess. <laughs> we are no longer bystanders. Well, who the hell's that broad? Racist, murderous cops need, need, line. The only time it's going to stop is when you start holding, holding the perpetrators uh, uh, to account. Start putting them in jail. You're welcome. <laughs> Recipe. All right. All right, all right. Oh, that was amazing. Okay, obviously that wasn't the actual video. That is from the wonderful Kyle Dunnigan, who is absolutely <clears throat> hilarious. And sort of, you got to look to comedians. Mm -hmm. that, you know, people want to hear from... I don't know if people want to hear from celebrities, but we look to comedians here at the show because they're the modern day uh, prophets. Well, prophets. Yeah. No, I think they're more the, the the philosophical type of our day. You know, mm -hmm. they, they're they're the Socrates of our day. Yeah, they sort of see things um, better than we well, can. And the and thing I have love a better way of articulating the it. thing I love about comics, at least the good ones, is that they're unbiased. And therefore, they speak that way. Or at least most of them. A lot of them, you know, when you have someone who's going at both sides, that's when I'm like, I like you. Because it shows that you're not showing any preference towards anybody. Um, but yeah, I feel I don't, I, I, I absolutely feel that way, especially with Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, especially. And we'll talk about Dave Chappelle here in a little bit. Um, there was another guy. Andrew Schultz is a good yeah, guy. Yeah, he's he, a really good he's, guy. He's really good at um, being in the middle. of. But if you listen to this stuff, if you were on the left, you would swear that this guy is on the far right. Yeah. The way that he well, talks and, about And he's things. been around for a long time. I remember him from Guy Code and a bunch of, like, shows. And he's another one of these comedians who, like, it's taken a while for him to come up. But he's finding his voice. And he's finding it right now. And I think he's even realizing that with the traffic and a lot of things he's getting, he needs to, to even be more honest and just stick to the brand of that. Yeah. And, you know, who's another one is uh, Joe Rogan out there. And, you know, the thing is... Like, there's people that hate Joe Rogan. Um, I saw this uh, this Facebook post. Someone said, libertarians are like Republicans, are, but not racist or something. <laughs> it's something like that. But then someone's like, yeah, but they they, are hi they hide it better or something, mm. right? People are just so, just so bad. Yeah. So bad about libertarians as if they are the bad people. Well, like, I, like, we're not in the middle in between the liberals and the yeah. conservatives. Well, something. as a liberal, like, people look at us like, Pick a side. We don't want to. Our side is where we're at. Yeah, ex yeah, exactly. And we side with both sides a lot of the times, you know. And when it comes to this BLM thing at the moment, it's 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 so highly politicized that when they say silence is violence, we take offense to that. Yeah, almost. You know, it's like we do have a side. We do have our our voice, but that voice, obviously, we see when people speak out against it. Or they say even the thing that's what is not uh, the narrative at the moment, what mm -hmm. they want to hear, you get you get shunned. Yeah, you get shunned for, for having an opposite opinion. And that's the frustrating part because it's like, why? When, like, when did dialogue and when did uh, cr critiquing one another become bad? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like criticism is good. And in today's day and age, we looked at it at, we were looking at it as a bad thing. Like, don't critique me. Like, we can criticize BLM and also support it at the same exactly. time. Exactly. And... I don't support BLM and a lot of their a lot of things because they are they sub highly support democratic causes mm -hmm. which I'm against. Mm -hmm. You know, as if anyone was really for uh, some of the 
big Republican stuff, I'd be against it too. Yeah. But not by principle. It's just, therefore, Bernie, who's a socialist, and I'm against socialism because I'm an American and Same. I love America and I wouldn't want that to happen to us, right? Yeah. You know, they want, they also, I think, th- uh, if you look up Open Secrets, uh, first of all, let's get into BLM and I don't want to get into it too much because BLM, if you donate to them, um, Act Blue is sort of the GoFundMe, but Act Blue, if you look at who they donate their money to or spend their money on, I don't think they donate anything to them. They, yeah. they more or less support the candidacy for exactly. for Bernie, for uh, for Amy, for, for Biden, for Biden, for uh, Mayor Pete. You mm-hmm. know, no no Republicans on that. So it's not that there's if they are if, if they're going to be truly biased or unbiased, they should be able to support. When, well, everybody. not even that. Who, who was I think it was Candace Owens or, or someone who had did a did a go a GoFundMe for this other person. It was Candace Owens. Yeah, right. Or was it for her, and then they ended up taking it down? No, she said. I think it, she hosted it, and it was for maybe some of the people that were getting hurt by the rioting and everything. Yeah. Uh, some of the cops and what whatnot. And uh, it got word out there, and they totally took her off of yeah, GoFundMe. And, and again, so like, if so, does she need to start an Act Blue to support the right or the right agenda that she feels like? That's what I mean. If, if things are open platforms, or it's kind of like, hey, you know, raise money for whatever you want, why stop them? If if they could do it, why not someone on the right? It sucks too. Um, uh, just recently, Google had oh. to deplatform the Federalists. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, I think they, they brought them back because they had to delete their comment, their comment section. section, which is something covered by Section 2, I think, 203, 233 of the... I think it's 233. 233. Well, don't check us on that. Yeah. But basically, it means that, like, this is why YouTube doesn't get busted for what people post. Yeah. You know, so you're, you, you're not responsible for what other people post. We're not responsible for what you guys post on our comments, you yeah. know? Or, somebody, or at least we shouldn't be. We shouldn't be right. Yeah. You know, we we speak for ourselves. They don't speak for us. Exactly. And, but Google has, is protected by that. But they're able to get rid of people on their platform because of it. Now they're they're public. They're they're their own thing. They yeah. could do whatever the hell they want. But if they're going to be held to one standard, they should uphold that standard for everybody, not just people who they don't like. Well, and that's the thing that's been annoying is that they keep pussyfooting around the line. We are. We're not. We're public. We're not. You know what I mean? And and. and so shit like this happens and people end up getting pissed off. You know what I mean? Can you guys hear him okay? He sounds really low in my ears and I Do sound I? really loud. Um, I could be on right here. Yeah, what's okay? It's one of those. Okay. Y'all both sound fine. All right, thank you. Take thank it you. easy. Don't have to yell at us. Okay. Well, anyways. I, lo- um, I love it when Brandon says good words about me. I think that's why he got this one because it's a Mexican lager. And I'm a Mexican logger. I did tell you it. <laughs> I did tell you it, it screamed David yep, at me when I go. saw it. I was like, oh, fuck, that's it. it literally yep. screamed David. No, yeah. I said, uh, literally screamed. Dale. Dale. Puto, dale puto. <laughs> so on a, on a more serious note, another white cop shooting a black guy and killing him happened yeah. just the other day. And I'm, I'm really sick of it. Um, have you watched the full video and all the I body I did watch the full video, you know. Um, some will argue that he resisted, and let's just watch it here real quick. Here's a, It's not a body cam because the body cam doesn't show much. This is from somebody sitting in their car at the, at the Wendy's where he was chilling. Um, as you can see, he's actively resisting. He's got a hand on the taser. On the taser. And he's seriously able to take these two pussy yep. cops. Yep, I big mean, time. These are supposed to be trained professionals, and they can't handle a drunk guy yep. who blew a .103, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Look at him. Look Punches at him. a cop and then runs off 
And he tried to get him with the taser. He turns around, tries to shoot the taser. And then the guns go off. Yep. Now, some will argue he resisted. He did. Mm -hmm. But where was he going to go? The cops have his car. They know his name by now. When I went on my ride-along, the officer I rode with told me when somebody ran, they didn't pursue it for that very reason. Really? You know, they have... So I was like, well... Let's say they pull somebody over and the guy starts running. Mm -hmm. His car's there. They yeah. have something on him, you know. Whether or not it's his or not, they have something and they can trace it back. But this will, that's how you sort of de-escalate. Like, what's the point of him running? You know, this man was a father. Yeah. You know, did he lie to the police about how much he drank? Probably. This is America. You yeah. don't have to tell anybody the truth. Come exactly. On. The breathalyzer test did show uh, he had a .103, which is definitely drunk. But does that excuse killing him? No. No. Not at all. Did he fight and struggle and punch the cops? Yes. But again, they know who he is. Did he show willingness to uh, steal a taser, eventually doing it, and then shooting at the cops? Yes. But he, uh, if, if he shot, would he have been... Uh, if he Would he have shot if he wasn't being pursued? He turned mm. around and shot because he was being pursued. Exactly. Would he have shot it? Uh, probably not. I'm not sure. Now, the two cops involved are being charged with murder. I pity those cops. They didn't have to do that. Yeah. They didn't have to uh, to go this far with them. You know, what's the most damage he could have done with that taser? Well, and, and I, like, yeah, I feel bad because I feel like they they acted in the moment. They didn't stop. You know, I was I don't know if you listen to Jocko, Jocko Willis. Mm, I know who you're talking about. So, yeah. so I was, I was uh, watching a video of his. Uh, he actually just did an interview with Joe Rogan talking about this issue. And he was saying that's how you know that cops are not trained well because of the way they're acting on the field. He was like. When you're in the military, he's like, we will put you in a situation that will drive you crazy until you're calm. And it's like, what, what we're seeing is that cops are not being trained correctly because they don't know how to respond in a high tension situation. And that's the problem. Like, you're absolutely right. Let the guy get away. You have his car. You know where to find him. Like, like if it's somebody's life, come on, man. Like, that's not right. And then, But I also, I'm also in the same of like, man, charging him with murder, though, like... Well, I think that's what part of the reform should be. Mm -hmm. Like, you killed somebody. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Would any other person that got that killed somebody go to a court? Yeah. And be charged with something? Yep. And he's got to have a jury of peers or somebody yeah. that's unbiased well, uh, and, judge and, him. Well, and I'm just remembering what Dennis was saying last week, how whenever you're involved with a cop, like, there's always a handgun involved in how when they're trained that way, it's, there's always a possibility of death because cops always have a gun on them. Interesting. So, you know yeah. I mean? So anytime a cop is involved with uh, anybody mm -hmm. that there's a gun involved and how do we have to respond? Imagine how they respond when there is a gun on their side, on yeah. the other side, they act a little bit more freaked out, don't they? Yep. Uh, I guess that would say a lot right there. Yep. So I think we need reform and most importantly, we need to abolish the police. Unions. We don't need to abolish the police. We need to get rid of the unions. unions. Now, unions is something that I've I thought I said talked about in the past many times. Unions had a place back in the before the industrial period of America, mm -hmm. where we were doing great things with machines. People were working twelve-hour days, seven days a week. We had child labor where they worked ten hours. I'm not hearing anything bad right now because that sounds like my life. So <laughs> it's uh, your life right now. Yeah. Well, listen, not everybody liked that life, right? And you were sort of forced to do that. Unless, or you couldn't work this job. You yeah. have to work 12 hours. So a little thing called unions came around where there was representation, where they could all gather around and say, listen, we're not working for you until you change these things. Mm -hmm. That served its purpose yep. at the time. Now we have unions all over the place. 
for instance, uh, we got a phone call. So let's just go mm. ahead and start with the phone calls. You're on the air. Go ahead. We lost him. He hung oh. up. So <laughs> unions served their purpose at one point, but what do they do now? They First of all, when it comes to police unions, it's the very reason why bad cops still walk the beat. We learned from retired officer Dennis that the majority of complaints to internal affairs were from good cops against the bad ones. And I've got a story from Chappelle's new 846 um, where he talks about a a cop named Chris Dorner. Mm -hmm. Now, Chris Dorner, uh, if you want to pull up this this one, there you go, Chris Dorner. This was a, a... a patriot. He, uh, I think it was in the Marines. He did everything for his country. Great man, right? Well, he was before everything yeah. happened. So what happened is that during training or while he was on the beat, he, uh, he had somebody with him and he had to respond to a schizophrenic call with this partner who, um, in the process, they handcuffed him. And uh, I guess in his eyes, she kicked that schizophrenic or punched him a couple times, just uh, was over aggressive. Yeah. Anyways, he did not like that, and he went to his superiors, went the right way, you know, mm-hmm. did all the right channels and went to the right paths to uh, complain. Well, because of unions and his seniority, which was not seniority at all, he's brand new, they fired him. Yeah. And appeal after appeal, he could not get his job back. Um, and this drove him insane. Um, imagine doing something right and then just being shut down. You got fired from your job. You you cannot get your job back. It's your dream job probably yep. to be a cop. You and fought for this country. You fought for this country, yes. For and the very woman who, 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 who did that, you fought for her freedom. That's right. Uh, and employees and unions are not all equal amongst themselves. People who are more qualified for a position basically have to wait until someone either dies or quits because they haven't been with the company long enough, mm-hmm. right? So this is why Chris Dorner went insane. Appeal after appeal, then denied time and time again. He went through the system and he was shunned to the point where he took matters into his own hands. This is where we're seeing with the protests. Yes. They're taking matters into their own hands mm-hmm. because time and time again we're seeing that happen. Um, to the point where he wrote a manifesto and wrote Dave Chappelle's name in it saying he was a genius or yeah. whatever, right? Um, and there's a funny bit in there or two, but essentially what happened is he went around and said he was going to wage asymmetrical asymmetrical war on the LAPD in which he killed a couple of cops sitting in their cars, Yeah, got, went to a cop's home and killed the, the family yeah. or the daughter or whatever, and then fled to Big Bear. Yeah, yeah, that reminded me, have you ever watched the movie Law Abiding Citizen with mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx and uh, Gerard Butler? No. That, that movie reminded me, or that reminded me of that movie so well. It's about this guy who they break in his house, rape his wife, murder his wife and his daughter, and they have everything on tape. Or not on tape, but they know who it is and all that. And this guy, they find him, they know, and because of the, you know, the justice system, the way it's fucked up, this guy gets away. And so Jamie Foxx throughout the entire movie is like, all right. Or, I mean, Gerard Butler in the entire, because he murdered his wife, and Jamie Foxx is the the detective. And so Gerard Butler's like, all right, cool. And he goes after every fucking police officer who did not live by the justice code and he murdered them and he killed them and then wow. and then it's like what i like i'm doing shit by your rules you want to talk about corrupt injustice let's do it yes yeah, so what happened is he hit out in big bear and once they found out where he was no more this is dave chappelle's word no more than 400 cops showed up there and the guy is regardless dead as yeah. dead could be <laughs> now think about what the cops were thinking 
Yep. They killed one of our own. This is why those people are out there protesting. Yep. Because we see ourselves. What does he say? We see ourselves like you see yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And so. And, and I like how you even pointed out, you know, like if someone got killed in a gun club or, you know, in the in the National Rifle Association, right? If someone of them got killed, they would all be like, he's a card carrying, you know, rifle person. We're going to stand by, right? We're going to represent him. That's the way the black community feels right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's one of us. Now, we can say that percentage wise, if we were to break it down by the percentage of black people in America getting shot, yes, white people get shot more, mm -hmm. but percentage wise, black people are getting shot by cops. Yeah. Now, I showed, I, I, uh, somebody posted up a video sort of describing that, uh, uh, someone making the percentages, and I had to post up the FBI stats of, um, well, you can see that in 2018, black on black crime was rampant. So mm -hmm. this whole Black Lives Matter thing, it, it, it does not apply for black people because it doesn't seem like they they care much about their own yeah. lives, you know, their own people. So why do they start caring when white cops or even black cops are killing them? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, my buddy, uh, my buddy, uh, Jimmy Frank, well, for lack of a better name, <laughs> he told me, you know, yes, that is alarming, right? That is alarming. But... It's not the Jimmy from the show, by the way. Um, it's that that number is alarming, but we're not paying for them to keep us safe, mm -hmm. which is a is a noble response, right? Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a good response response, but we need to talk about reform at this point. Yeah, big time. Because we can't let this keep happening. Mm -hmm. What do we do? These, I mean, the cops are going to trial, mm -hmm. but here's the thing: if they're going to put the guy, the idiot that kneeled on George Floyd's head. And they put him for first-degree murder? Yeah. He's not going to get first-degree murder. Nope. That's premeditated, son. Yep. So, and then people are going to get fucking pissed? Yes. Yep. We people need to be smart pissed. about charging these guys for the proper crime. Yes. That, and that's and that's what I mean by people are so ignorant nowadays because they will say, yeah, charge him for that because it's the worst one. But it's like, dude, you don't know that he's going to get off if you do that. And then what's going to happen? Yeah, everyone's going to get mad and shit's going to happen again. It's like you got to be smart. You just can't trust what the media or the TV tells you or even what we tell you. If, we, yeah. if we're lying to you and you fucking like want to call us out on it, call us out. If you think we're giving a wrong position, call us out. Like we don't mind the, the discussion, the dialogue. Let us know if we're wrong. Let us know stats. Like we don't mind it because at the end of the day, we're here for truth. That's what we're trying to figure out. Who's right? Who's wrong? Yeah, and we don't know who that is. We exactly. just can watch and, and observe and make our own conclusions. That sometimes if we, we don't agree with BLM doesn't mean that we are racists yeah. or we don't support this. Obviously, you see our, I don't know if you see our passion, but you can see how pissed I am to <laughs> fucking have to see this all the goddamn time. Yep. Or at least it's forefront. Um, you don't, oh, do you have a call? Is that mm -hmm. what's going on? All right, let's all right, get that phone call, call up. You're on the air. All the goddamn time. Yep. Or at least it's Hello. Hey, you're on the air. Turn your TV down. Hey, turn, hey. turn your radio down. Okay. Hello. <laughs> hey, you're on the air. <laughs> What's hey, going on, guys, man? Like everything that you're saying right now, I like. I I, I totally can sympathize with. I I absolutely am so sick and tired of hearing about you know police officers. Uh, pulling guns out on people who are, you know, whether it's, you know, charging them or whatever it may be, you know, they, when they took this job, they knew that it was a, a mm. job that, that 
meant that they were risking their lives. Like they should be trained in how to how to de-escalate. They should be trained in all of these things. One hundred percent. I was going to mention later uh, in my notes here that they took this job to upheld the law and put their lives at risk. Yes, they wear body armor. But where do we get to a point where when can they do what they do? When when can somebody die from the hands of a cop? Mm. You know, should they wait till they get shot first and then they shoot? Uh, where, that's what the debate is. Where do you think, when is a cop killing justified? Man, you know, it, it's tough. It, this is a, a tough subject. I think the, the thing that matters most is when their life is really in danger. Like, you know, a person charging at them with a taser, more than likely they'll be fine, right? In fact, they're tased in, in training. They know what that's like. Yeah. But everyone goes for the gun, right? They never go for the taser. And when they do, I mean, the video you showed earlier, was one occasion where somebody took the taser and tried to run off with it. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you know, yeah, we yeah. look at all of the videos that we've seen of cops killing black people or people of color, and they never go for the taser. It's literally always for the pistol. Whether whether it's justified or not. Like, you can always aim for the leg. You can aim for the shoulder. You can aim for all of these things. You don't need to aim for the head or center mass. Like, and, and I think that's where it even comes down to, like I said earlier, about, like, these cops, I don't think they're being trained well. I think I think it's just kind of like, 100%. oh, cool, you, you went to the academy, great. Like, and throw you on the street, and they're not, and, and, you know, are you, like, being trained by another person who is seasoned in the, a veteran in the force? Like, what's going on? Like, where's the ball being dropped? Like, how can we get better? I don't care if you're a black cop shooting white or a white cop shooting black. Like, if you're entering in the field with bias on your side, like, you shouldn't even be on. And notice all this that we're talking about, has nothing to do with cops being racist. Because mm-hmm. at none of this point do we think that they are being racist. We just yeah. think these are untrained or at least poorly trained poorly trained union cops. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I go back and forth because in the end, the police departments, the social justice, or not, sorry, not social justice, the justice system as a whole, the criminal justice system as a whole is inherently racist. 100%. How like, so? You look at the, the role of you you. Well, I mean, you look at the role of police officers in general, that role literally was created to uh, patrol and make sure that slaves were doing what they were supposed to. And if they weren't, they were taken away. Then you look at Jim Crow and all of the stuff that happened to that, you know, making sure that, that black people were staying in line. So we can't, we can't use that <laughs> argument because the Democrats started off as inherently racist. You know, they they yeah. were the racist party, and all of a sudden they they can use excuses like, oh, it was the big switch. But they can't tell us what year that happened because if it happened during the civil the civil uh, rights era, that mm-hmm. would mean Lyndon B. Johnson was a Republican. Yep. You know, it's like they, they, they can't choose when it happened. They were the party of the KKK. Uh, the KKK, baby. And listen, we can forgive them for that, you know, racism will go away after a couple generations. And they say, I don't think, I think they say it goes away after four generations or whatever. Mm. And that's when racism really dies off. I don't know who's doing these studies, right? (laughs) For that, you know, but racism believe that these things have anything to do with racism. Like, I mean, show me the fact that 
when there's when I show you the 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 stats from 2018 where it was like nearly 3,000 black men were killed by other black men, and that pales into comparison by other stats that we have here, shows that. And I'm not saying that black people are more likely to do it. I'm just saying that they did do that. Mm-hmm. Now, are we going to say that are they're policing there more? Maybe, but does that have to do with racism? That they literally just follow the crime. Yeah, it's patterns. Like that's how we know when it's going to rain because we follow patterns. I don't think they were put there just to keep the black man down. Well, and, and at the same time, I also feel like it, even, wait, even you, you you think that they weren't you think they weren't put there to keep the black man down. Well, let's say they were, but now they're not. Yeah, and, and that's what I mean. Like it, it may have started off that way. I think I think if you look at anything in history, it started off a certain way and then it deviates from like the original. Whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, right? Whether it's policing them for black people or for other things, like, like Planned Parenthood, like started Parenthood. by Margaret exactly. Sanger, who was a eugenicist. Wanted to put them all in the black uh, black neighborhoods so that she can get rid of more of the Negroes. And now, if now, you're not with Planned Parenthood, you're a racist. So can we agree that things that may have started as a certain way deviates from that original stance and becomes something different? You know, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. But that's not, that's not my argument. My argument, though, is 100% in, in most communities, policing happens in... in uh, neighborhoods that contain more people of color than they do white people that is systematically racist, 100%. There's no denying that. When you do something based on somebody's race, when you do something based on somebody's uh, color of their skin, that is a racist I like that you say that. It doesn't matter. So so when Mexicans and when black people treat white people in a wrong way, would you call that racist also? Because of their color of their skin. I would argue that more than likely it's a response to, to them being treated in a so, racist manner. So the reason the reason I'm going to disagree with you is because I would tell you, growing up as a Mexican my entire life and having a lot of black friends, we are taught to either hate white people because they're the one who are oppressing us and keeping us down, or we're called to worship the white man because that's the life we want. Both of those things are racist because you're elevating the white man, that's racist, or you're demonizing the white man, and that's racist. If you study black Hebrew Israelites, if you study anything in the black culture, if you study T.I., watch watch T.I.'s podcast, that dude hates white people. I could call him a racist if I was that kind of person, but I'm not. You mean the guy that uh, makes sure that his daughter is a virgin by going to the OBGYN with the... Uh, T.I., the way he talks about white people, he hates them. He hates them. If you, if you, if you look at early hip-hop culture that's influenced by black Hebrew Israelites, they talk down white people. You're t- and, and So how is that not racist? All I'm saying is let's call it out on both sides. That's right. That's all I'm saying. Okay, but, but, but at the same time, you have to look at the years. But and, why? And you why why do I have to? Why do I have to look at that? What? Well, you make it seem like it's a necessity. Black people, well, let's talk about the fact that black people are still treated extremely poorly. Really? So who, look, look, at, look at the Forbes list. Look at all the people. Look at all the celebrities. Look at TV. If you turn on the TV right now, I bet you there'll be a black person in there flaunting money. Like who runs all these things? Like uh, education is like mostly Democrat run, like all the universities, all Democrats, yeah, all, the, all the big media companies, all Democrats, all the, the big companies, uh, Amazon run by Jeff Bezos. I wonder what political party he runs with. Yep. So who are these so, racists so, you're talking so about? Now, okay. But, but I'm also not talking political party line. You brought that up. I did not. 
Okay, fair I enough. Don't yeah, fair enough. It is a fair enough. political party line. I believe 100% that in the end, our two-party system is extremely asinine. I agree with that 100%. And in the end, is divisive by all means. Do I lean more left than right? 100%. But, yeah, I agree with all of that. Hey, mm-hmm. you know what, dude? Uh, it's hard to argue with that. I'm raise I mean, the drink to you, sorry my that we did bring Clink. it to a political point because it really doesn't have to be political. But mm-hmm. you know, I got defensive about that because right now, if you're not, obviously, the people that are for BLM are mm-hmm. mostly majority Democrats. Democrats, and uh, they will call you out if you don't have the same narrative as them, even though we do support them, but are still critical of their message. Well, like even recently, like I'm thinking, I'm thinking about like how Gabriel union is going after America's got talent because they don't have enough black people who are, who are behind the scenes. And it's like, why don't you just hire people who are untalented? Who cares what color of skin they are? Yeah. Let them go. Well, but that's the issue though. I mean, statistically people with white sounding names or people who are white get hired more than people of color. I mean, now, okay, now I know which I know what study you're been. talking about, but that could be attributed to class, yeah. not race, because lower class oh, people what? will use these kind of names to sort of up their class, as, even if they're not classy. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're not wrong. Hey, call it real but, quick. What, what's your name? We didn't get your name in the beginning. I'm sorry about that. I would rather be anonymous. Oh, okay, be sure, absolutely, man, no problem. Uh, last point. We'll give you 30 seconds, and then we gotta get we gotta get moving on, my friend. Man, I just, I, I am really um, cautious about this whole topic right now because in the end, I am a white person. I grew up privileged um, 100% just based on my skin. I've never had an issue um, based on being white. And I have lots of friends who are not white who have had guns pulled on them by cops, by other people because of their skin color. And and I can't, I can't stand for it anymore. And 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 I, it, it doesn't go for uh, one side or the other politically. It is both sides. The system as a whole needs to be torn down and rebuilt. Just my opinion. Do you, uh, are you for defunding or abolition of police? I, I do not have the answer to that. Yeah. I think that there, in in reality, it could be both. I don't know. I, yeah. I literally do not know. But I can tell you something has to change because the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Well, right? I don't think that they're doing something the same thing over and over. I mean, for instance, Trump just did uh, put that the chokehold thing, the chokehold <laughs> thing. And people will say, what's the difference between a chokehold and a uh, what do they call that hold when you just... Uh, cut off the blood or something. There, there's a difference between chokeholds and like the rear naked yeah, choke the, or whatever, yeah. right? Uh, so I, these are all semantics. In the end. And when what? It's cutting off oxygen and cutting off blood, regardless mm. if it's a choke. Yeah, yeah. I, I I can't disagree with you that, and I don't think I can tell you one thing: putting a putting your knee on a man's neck for eight minutes and forty six seconds is not. The yeah, right way like, to do it. Like I could like watching this video when I first watched it, I could definitely 
if 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 I am put in the situation, I could see all that how it went out. I could see me responding in fear and shooting a person, or I could see me responding in fear and trying to steal a taser from a cop. I could see all that happening. Like this situation made sense to me. The George Floyd with the cop on the knee for eight minutes that made no sense to me because I'm like after after a while somebody like after a few seconds somebody should have stepped in. Are his hands not handcuffed to the back of his uh, uh, to his back or whatever, exactly. or handcuffed behind him like? Where is he going to go? You yeah. just take your fucking knee off of him. You handcuffed him. That's done. Yeah. Where is he going to go? So, so, and that's what I mean. Like the, I think there is a difference between this cop, who, George Floyd, and then this other cop. I think there's a big difference. I think this man responded in arrogance and pridefulness, and that's why he did what he did. But then I feel like this other cop responded in fear and arrogance and was just scared and didn't know what the fuck to do and responded because of bad training. Yeah. That's what I feel. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, have, I, I, have a, I have a question for you guys really quick. Go ahead. Just really quick. What are you drinking right now? I did not see that. Oh, oh we're <laughs> drinking some uh, Dale, Dale from uh, Adelbert's Brewery. <laughs> Which, by the way, I just opened. Uh, I saw there was writing through it, and it looks like it's Buzzbait Blonde on the inside. That's so, recycling, baby. Yeah, they're recycling the keep Austin weird, <laughs> whatever. But yeah, we're drinking that in Woodford Reserve. What are you drinking? Uh, I am honestly, man. I'm drinking cheap whiskey from. Uh, uh, local grocery store that costs $6 a bottle, but yes, I'm also babe. drinking uh, hard seltzer. I I, I just, I, again, I'm white. I just discovered hard seltzer. I enjoy it. That's my it's man right there. Dude, my, my, my wife loves hard seltzer. So. I'm all and about I, the swell, the mighty swell. Yeah. And I've been drinking it too because it's really healthy for you. Like It's great for losing weight and all that. So hell yeah, whiskey and hard seltzer, well, that's me all day, baby. Well, call, caller, thank you so much for your thank call, you, man. Keep watching. Chime in again if you have another question, man. Thank you very thank much. You. I'm, I'm going to bless you before you leave. There you go. Bam, you you've got been, that. You've been blessed. You've been blessed. All right, so John Stossel makes a great video on good, police good unions call. because right now, why do cop bad cops, like, uh, for instance, the, the cop that killed George Floyd had something like 19 complaints levied against yeah. him, but two of them resulted in disciplinary action. Now, we talked to the, um, uh, we talked to Dennis last week, uh, Officer Dennis, and he told us, okay, complaints are, are something that happens. Mm-hmm. You know, you give someone a ticket that didn't want a ticket, they're going to complain. But two of them resulted in disciplinary action. Yeah. Some people that um, are cops and they get fired from the job, uh, from the job, the unions fight for an appeal. And like 50% of cops that get the, get the appeal, get their job back. Mm. You know, you were fired from there. That should be it, right? Yeah. Go get a fucking job, learn to code kind of shit. Yes. John Stossel has a great video. And I think we're going to watch all five minutes of this thing because it's super important. And uh, I think we should all learn something from the wonderful libertarian thinker, John Stossel, go ahead. You've seen the videos, not just George Floyd, but Buffalo. The tasing in Atlanta. Why are so many cops abusing their power, sometimes killing people? The problem is when you have cops who are repeat offenders. Bradley Balco reports on police abuse. And the system doesn't ejects those cops, but protects them. The cop who killed George Floyd has had 18 complaints against him, but only faced discipline for two. Often bad cops, even when their bosses know that they're bad, are never fired because union rules keep abusive cops on the street. The job of a union is to protect the interests of its members, uh, really at any cost. This officer's union argued that he accidentally hit the woman on the left. He was merely trying to knock a drink out of her hand. 
He was fired, but his union quickly got him his job back. The union has negotiated a contract that makes it nearly impossible uh, to fire them. This officer was fired for repeatedly challenging a prisoner to a fight. Let's take the cuffs off. All right. But then technicalities in his union's contract forced police to reinstate him twice. That's why some people say. There's a strong argument to be made that we, we need to get rid of police unions entirely. This is the last time we're going to tell you. It's particularly different in the public sector where the people who want to form a union are armed and are entrusted with the power to arrest and detain and kill. Yeah. But what about the cop side of the story? Nobody talks about all the police officers that were killed in the last week. Police have a tough job. Jumping yeah, on this windshield. Oh boy, oh boy. Some officers were killed in the latest riots. One woman hurling a Molotov cocktail at their police van. When you ask a human being to, to go work in a police job, it's a difficult job for starters. Larry Cosby runs America's biggest law enforcement association. Why should there be police unions? The unions are there for a reason. If you don't have these protections, then no one's going to want to be a police officer. Actually, what a great there reason. are places all over this country where there are no police Not. unions. There's no shortage of police officers in those areas. I asked Cosme why these Buffalo cops would do this. They gave the person a lawful order. They gave an order to stand back. He did not comply. Once he was on the ground bleeding, why didn't they stop and attend to him? They should have, but that's, I'm not going to Monday morning quarterback them. I wasn't there. How about this case where protesters blocked a police car? Let me explain something to you. What those officers did, they were protecting themselves. These crowds are throwing bricks at them. Pause real quick. You get to a state of... So this is a union rep. Can you see how he's defending all this crap? This is the problem. Yeah. The unions are fighting for the bad cops. They, yeah. Go ahead. Panic because you're in your you vehicle. All those protesters you don't know what to do. Much. You can't go forward. You can't go backwards. So you try to get out of the situation. One study found that after unionization, officers were 40% more likely to use violence. 40% more. All the violent cops you'll see in this video have union protection. Oh, 99.9% of the time, police officers do a outstanding job. When I was working, everybody was very professional. If I saw something out of the ordinary, I would call somebody out on it. The police need to police themselves. But you don't. This stuff keeps happening. They're not held accountable, especially the... The unionized officers, they, they do it again and again. It gets erased from their records. It, no, they, they are disciplined. You also have to protect these men and women also. They have rights, too. Of course they do. Yeah. But police unions protect bad cops. Mm -hmm. And they also make departments hard to manage. In crime-ridden Camden, New Jersey, police took so much sick time and family leave that nearly 30% of the force just didn't show up. So Camden fired all of them. They sort of had to, um, you know, destroy it in order to save it. Murder went down in Camden after they got rid of the unionized force. Yeah. Things got better. They did get better for the community, but if you look at the statistics of the department, 65 to 70% of the officers are now gone from that department. So Good. what? Yeah. So Good. what? It's better for the community. It may be better for the community temporarily, but at the end of the day, that talk, that costs taxpayers money. Costs money, he says, because Camden what? had to train new cops. But Camden says it actually saved money. 
Officer costs were trimmed by $80,000. That allowed Camden to double the size of its force to near the highest police presence of any city. Today's protesters rarely complain about police unions. Now people are saying, defund the police. Look at these uh, second and third world countries where, where they don't live in a civilized society where all the criminal and corrupt elements are taking over these countries. That's not what the majority of Americans want. Studies do show that more police on the beat mean less crime. I want there to be cops around, but they should be police who are held responsible for their actions. That's right. Yep. That is the man, the myth, if you like these the videos, legend, please John Stossel. Help. He is my pick for president if Ooh. he ever runs. Um, he, dude, he's been... I love his mustache. I, I watch, will vote for him for that. If you look up John Stossel, you will see that he's been doing these kind of videos for years. He was on like regular TV. He and, looks very familiar. And he was doing these kind of things with a libertarian view, which people would see this and go, yeah, this, this sounds like it's leftist, mm -hmm. right? Like... No, this is libertarian thought here. Yeah, this is yeah. what we're talking about here, the unions. But you know what? It's It's been a Republican thing to not like unions. Yeah. That's why Texas is a right-to-work state. That's So it's either right-to-work or unions, right? And right-to-work has its flaws, I guess. But the thing is, it's called right-to-work. You don't have to work at a place, to. right? Mm -hmm. You have the right to work wherever you want. They have the right to fire you, whatever, right? Yep. So that also now brings me to... I, the, uh, maybe we'll get to it another time, but that whole uh, Supreme Court ruling of LGBT or uh, how you can't uh, be discriminated yeah, by age, race, or whatever, and that includes now sexual orientation. Yeah. Now, what would that mean for somebody like a church? Like now, would somebody now in on purpose go and try to uh, get a job at a church and then openly say, hey, I'm this and that, and I'm gay or whatever, and then they fire you because of that, and then now you can sue, and then it'll bring down the church Look, or whatever, man, right? I, I have, I have said this for the last almost 10 years, that they're going after the church. I believe that for the last 10 years. I wish I could pull up Facebook feeds of me talking about that kind of stuff and everybody saying I'm crazy. I know they're going after the church. Who's but getting I fired for being gay or transsexual? Is that happening? So one, I don't, I don't, I don't think like within the church or just in general. No, I mean in general because I, I think the only yeah. the only thing I've seen about it it's the Title Nine and it has something to do with like transgenders in sports and I think that's what's going Dude, to happen. The thing that pisses me off is that people make it seem as if no one agrees with this. Like they argue, like even with the Black Lives Matter, they argue as if we're saying Black Lives don't matter. Well, yeah, in front of Brandon's, uh, Brandon's uh, neighbors, he's got one of these signs that says like "Science is real." I believe in science. Black Lives Matter. I believe in climate change and this and that. It's like, yeah, we do too. Yeah, like when, I'm not arguing up with, with you. What's your virtual signaling we that you have, have to do that? It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, what you know, this bill being passed, I'm like. Okay, I've never, I mean, I've never seen a transgender person in my life being treated wrong for their sexual orientation, and I have never treated a transgender person wrong because of their sexual orientation. Now, if you want to ask my opinion within the church, I don't think trans people, gay people, like, should be teaching from the pulpit. I the Same way that, that women shouldn't be teaching from the pulpit. I feel like the scriptures have a way of policing itself, if you want to call it that, you know, right? So really using that kind of lingo in those words. Um, do I feel that I feel what's going to happen is kind of what they're doing with that Baker. Remember that Baker for the last yeah. few years of mm -hmm. like, Oh, and why do you keep going back 
to him when you know his stance. When people get mad at me for not supporting gay marriage, I'm like, I'm a Christian. You should already know that I don't agree with that. You should already like you shouldn't be surprised at me agree not disagreeing with you because you you should know my biblical stance. So don't be surprised. I'm sorry. See, I get the reason why men and women should be together because of obvious reasons well, that they make babies. Science, right? But science, but but why does it bother? I mean, does it bother you? I don't know if it, I don't think it bothers you, but mm-hmm. why does the the Bible have such a problem with with gay marriage or even two people of the same sex having intercourse so when you look at creation or when you look at anything that is created right if you look at your iphone would you use your iphone as a hammer was your iphone created to be a hammer no right your iphone was created for another purpose but but i i work as a a technician so Mm -hmm. i fix things and Mm -hmm. i use a lot of things as tools that aren't tools or meant for that certain thing You fix things why do you fix things because they're broken and what happens when they're broken what happens when they're broken? They don't work. They don't work right. Yeah. What happens when they don't work right? Uh, they don't serve their purpose. They don't serve their purpose. Yeah. You can't use it. So as a man, you are created for a certain purpose. If, if, if you do not fulfill that purpose, you are not fulfilling your full desire. You're not working the way you should be. Same thing for a woman, right? If you want, to, if you want me to give you a practical, just a little practical way. Uh-huh. Let's say the doctor who was supposed to invent the cure for cancer was meant to be by this man and this woman and this man and that woman chose to be gay. And now because they didn't get married, we now don't have the cure for cancer, right? Just let's go like real practical in that sense. Okay. Right. That's just a straw man argument. I'll admit that right off the bat. But what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is that men were created to be men and women were created to be women. There is, there is, I'm, I actually argue that the reason that God chose men to lead the home is because men are weaker than women. Interesting. Men, okay. men are not as strong as women. Men do not lead as good as women. But when you read the scripture, the scripture says God likes to take the weak things of the world to shame the strong. So what he's doing with men leading the home or just men leading in general saying, if you trust me and let me lead through men, they will lead in such a way that overshadows what you thought men could do. So I feel that men are weak, but if men realize their weakness, that will be their strength. So trans people have something called gender dysphoria. Gender dysphoria. It's a mentally ill. It's a mental illness. That's something God made them. No, that's something that the fall. So, so when you look at right, Genesis one, God created everything good. You look at Genesis three, everything fell. So what happens again? What happens when things are broken? They don't work right. What happens when things are broken after generations? For generations, they don't work right, right? right? So, so right. if you draw a straight line, maybe you may draw that straight line good for the first, like, couple inches, but then you keep going, and then when you look at it from afar, you see where you've gone off path. That's what's happened to human now, history. Now, you're not saying they shouldn't believe in God or worship God, No, right? I know a lot of trans people who are Christians okay. who struggle with, with their sexual identity. I counsel— But you wouldn't listen to them preach. Not that I wouldn't listen to them preach. I don't think that the Bible has an argument for— a uh, a person up there who is not sober minded what i and, and so right you can say well you're drinking you're not sober minded right um that's true yeah right <laughs> trust me i argue with myself all day um but and what i mean by that is if i go to the pulpit and i'm trying to argue my bias i've already polluted the word of god mm. so i don't care if a trans man goes right if a, if a, it's a guy who who is up there struggling with the transgender condition 
and he's honest about it and going up there without a bias. But if he's going up there with a bias, right? If I go and preach with a right leaning agenda, I've already polluted the word of God because I'm telling you what I think, not what the Bible says. Hmm. So that's what I mean by, for me, it's more, if a person goes up there and preaches the word of God faithfully, great. But if you go up there without a, with a, an agenda or a bias, I see fuck what you're, you you're getting at. Yeah. People are trying to spin what the words say and you've already interpreted these words or at least it's been interpreted already at the, to the point where people are trying to sort of get you on yes. the Bible and yes. you're like, no, listen, this is what it says, blah, 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 blah. So I get your point there. I disagree on, uh, you know, the, a lot of that stuff, but yeah, of course, whatever. Right. And, mean, and that's the cool part. Like I don't mind when people disagree with me because then that's the joy of dialogue. But and is marriage even in, the Bible at all? Marriage is in the Bible between a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. Between that's, a man and a that's woman. That's what God created Eve and said it is good. Okay. Right? So, and then, and, and, and. Did she the, have big tits? I think so, because when Adam saw her, he was like. God damn. He was like, damn. <laughs> so honestly, so in Hebrew, in Hebrew, Adam's words are poetic words towards the woman. And even when God, when God creates Adam and Adam is naming all the animals, Adam notices that all these animals have pairs and he doesn't. And so when God creates a woman for Adam, he says, and this was very good. When you read Genesis one through six, God is like, well, that's good. That's good. Right. Animals are good. Water's good. Ocean's good. Sun is good. All these things are good. But when he creates the woman for the man, that's the only part in scripture where it says that's very good. That is good. How do you know what's good? uh, If there's no, you know, there obviously has to be an opposite. So he has to create Create the opposite, doesn't he? No, so because good cannot exist without evil. Right. I mean, I mean evil can it cannot exist without good. And vice versa. No, good could exist by But itself. how do you know what is good if you don't have the duality of evil? You Because you know goodness in and of itself. Goodness does not need to be explained. Yeah, Only, but what's right? good for somebody could be evil for to somebody else. Well, because you're looking you're looking at that now through a fallen perspective. Because again, you don't know what ultimate good looks like. Am I in a fallen state? Is that what we going all on? are? Yeah. All of it. I'm in a fallen state. Why? Because I still have to wake up every morning. Look, I got I got wrinkles. I got to work out. I got to take a shit. I got to pee. Right. Like I have to eat food like all this still proves that we're in a fallen state. Right. The, the We get old. We get sick. Right. There's transgender. Uh, uh, you know, there's racism. All these things prove that we live in a broken, fallen world. And that's where when you look at Christianity, it says, yeah, because all you think about is yourself. When you focus on something other than yourself, namely God. It doesn't like being gay or, you know, lack of a better way of saying it, but pretending to be a man when you're a woman or woman to man, like if that makes you happy, what that's good. Ultimately. Well, to them. Well, then I would argue, is that your philosophy? Is your philosophy, if it makes me happy, then it's good? Because then what if me raping a woman makes me happy? Is that good? Well, that's, I don't think anyone thinks raping is good. I think there's a lot of men out there who think raping is good. And I think a lot of them are in jail. And they would tell you no. They would say with confidence that they don't feel bad about that. Well, you know, there are people that will say that, you know, we are born what we are and such. And uh, like we like who we like because that's how but, we're born. But, so that there's like pedophiles and, out there that and say. And I agree with that. Because if you look at the Bible and the way it talks about sin, it says that we're born in sin. So if we're bro- if we are born broken, then that means we're never going to get anything right. Mm. So that means our sexual identity, our politics, our money. So what some people think is good comes from a broken state already. Yes. Right. So like if you look at this glass, right? When you see this glass, 
and it's freshly clean, you could be like, oh yeah. But then if I start rubbing my fingers and I put and I make it dirty, you could, you will see it skewed. What the Bible says is that our window is dirty as fuck. And we can't see anything, right? You could look out the window and say, I think it's a tree or it's a dog. And then you and then if you clean the window, you're like, Oh, it's a baseball bat. I could have never noticed that. I think we need to get into like how old you think the the earth is and such. I think it's about six thousand years. Okay. Well, see, I I don't know. I, I definitely don't agree with that. And and I'm happy that people don't. Like I love meeting people. Do you people. believe dinosaurs existed? hundred percent. The Bible talks about it. Really? Behemoth and Leviathan. Those are dinosaurs? If you read the book of Job, God talks to Job and says, look at the behemoth, which the way he describes it is a, uh, uh, a brontosaurus. And then he says, look at Leviathan. The way he describes Leviathan is either like the Loch Ness Monster, like a fucking like a large alligator, right? So the scriptures talk about there being large reptilian animals in the midst of human society. Interesting. We got to we'll, we should dive into that sometime, you know. Jeez, well, I didn't well, I didn't well, think and that. And even you... then, a lot of my conspiracy theories come off of the Bible because the way the Bible talks about the world and when you read the Old Testament, well, it's it also kinda... talks about having a firmament over the earth, but people yep. think that flat earth comes out of that. Do you think the earth is flat? I don't know. I haven't really researched oh, no. it. I haven't so so no, <laughs> I mean, I don't believe the earth is flat. I believe it's round because of science, right? But I haven't entertained the thought enough. But you to, can't pick and choose what you believe in science. Science also tells us that it's billions of years old. Well, look at look at science. Science, right? When you look at Galileo and you look at uh, like other scientists, they, like throughout the ages, there's a really funny skit where and it's always sunny in Philadelphia, where Mac is talking about like, look at this scientist. He said this, and this guy proved him wrong, <laughs> bitch. Right? And he's, like, and he's like, look at how science was wrong the whole time and how science has evolved. I'm all for that. I, I, I believe science. I love science. There's a book that I, that I read once a year called redeeming science by this guy named Vern Poitras. And this guy was a mathematician who was not a Christian who became a Christian through math. And that led him into the science. And he's like, wrote a book about how God is in science and he just goes off on scientific theories and how God is there. And so all that kind of stuff, I'm just like, damn, man, like the thing I hate about our society is that they pin faith against science to me there's no difference i believe in both but uh yeah i, I get why you're saying what you're saying but science by all respects tells us that it's much older than even if they didn't even if well, they well, don't disagree they agree on uh think about this right? billions so it's it definitely depends older than, how did god create the world uh just by snapping or well something. when you think about it god created trees he created man he right what if he created adam when he but what is god God is eternal. God is spirit. The scripture says God is spirit. But it's not something that like creates. It, it, it's it's. I, I feel like it would be more of a spirit than it is a like an actual thing who created. Like, is there a difference between a creator and like a creation? Yeah, hundred percent. Is Jeff is a uh, fucking uh, who who invented the MacBook? Uh, uh, Steve Jobs. Yeah. Is Steve Jobs in that computer? He no. He created. He the created idea. right. He created it. He's not in there switching buttons and pressing, right? He's not He's not in there getting all the information. He created it in his image almost, right? His his likeness, his okay. brain, he created that in that way. And that, in a sense, is an embodiment of who Steve Jobs is. Is Steve Jobs in the computer? No. But that represents who he is and his wisdom and his knowledge and his beauty, right? Same thing with creation and God. When you look at yourself, when you look at the trees, when you look at the birds— all those things. When you look at whiskey, 
the reason I love drinking wine is because the scripture says the fullness of joy, the fullness of joy of the Lord is like, is like wine. So for me, I'm like, damn, if I want to know God, I'm going to drink some wine, right? Or, or <laughs> get it, drunk on or, God. Or it says the sweetness of the, of the word of the Lord is like honey. And, and so I like eating honey because it, it puts a reference in my head about. So, so, mm. but, but even what I was saying earlier, like if you look at Adam or you look at if the world was created as right. So if God created a tree in creation, he didn't, he didn't plant the seed and then have the tree grow. The tree was there. Now, if you were in, right, if you were on day one of creation and you went to that tree and probably checked its age, you would say that's a 12,000 12, year tree because look at the rings and look at the, Adam. Adam looks like a, a 34 year old man. So, so it started because so, of that. Exactly. So when people say, oh, the earth is this many thousands of year old, maybe, but who says God created it one year old? Maybe he God created it. 20,000 year old tree and now we're seeing the benefits of it. Yeah, but we can see the we can see how things evolve over time. I mean, of course we see Darwin with with the finch, finches and everything and how they evolve different beaks so that they can get into but that's, things. That, but that's microevolution. Well, okay, sure, but we still see how does something like a tree that started off like that, and mm -hmm. it's twelve thousand years old already, right? How does that reproduce and 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 propagate itself? Well, the Bible says that God made, you know, the the plants of the field in its kind, and they bore its fruit. It God made the birds of the air its kind, and they bore their fruit. God made the beasts of the field, and the they Bible bore thought their of everything, man. Yeah, Shit. well, well it's, and and that's the thing is that people don't read it. They just they just hear other people's opinions of it and want to argue that well, way. Well, you know what? What for me growing up as an atheist, you go well. Prove to me God exists. I mean, yeah, we can talk about what that Bible says, but like proved, like there are some there are things like science which I you can physically see and do, and seeing is believing in a lot of sense. I get it. Well, think about think, well, think about what you just said. You're arguing, um, you're arguing that that empirical evidence. Right, you're arguing fleshly, physical, empirical evidence. Yeah. If the scripture says God is spirit and He interacts in a spiritual realm, which I totally get, and cause... we cannot test the spiritual realm, then how can you scientifically test something that you don't have the test to test it with? As I get older, I realize, you know, there's, I don't know if there's spirit, but there's something. There is, mm -hmm. there is, there is something amongst us that, among us, that sort of drives us, and whether or not that is. God or not, like I think people have strayed away from like it being God and evolving to a point where that's, um, that's, I don't know what it is. It, it's, it's something that makes us do something and, um, like why we, why we can think and like say, say stuff in our brain, you know, and like think about what well, we're going to well, say, think like about there's gotta that, be right? something different. Think about what, what you're, you, you just said, okay. like, you know, one strand of DNA can house enough information to to fill a large library one strand of dna if i showed you a library and said hey read all those books do you think anybody wrote those books what would you say of you course somebody yeah, wrote yeah, those of course, books they're there right so if one strand of dna has more information than a library does how can someone say oh but that happened by accident yeah but information doesn't mean like a full written book the information that's in a in a strand of DNA can fill up one book. Mm -hmm. 
But it's not a full library. Who says that, that it's a library? It's statistics if you study science. So and and, and even with, with within what again, even if you look at a computer, right? You could look at an SD card and it's like, well, it's just one SD card. Mm-hmm. But one SD card could hold 128, oh, three, sure. right? You, it could yeah. hold a lot of megabytes. Yeah. That is your DNA. So how can you look at an SD card that was created by man and say, Oh, that's awesome, but then you look at your DNA and say, eh, that happened by accident. Well, um, let's see. What what things do happen by accident? Like, you can accidentally fart. Yeah, but you're already created. So you're not creating out of ex nihilo. So in the Latin word... Ex, ex nihilo? Ex nihilo. Nihilo. Yeah, so that's that's the Latin word for out of nothing. So, so God created the world ex nihilo, out of nothing. So as we create, we're only creating off of his creation. So, okay... Out of nothing. That's mm. another thing. I think that's where you're going to get a lot of people pushing back. So what about the Big Bang? I don't disagree with the Big Bang in the sense of maybe that's the way God started it. But, See, I, but I disagree. I would believe that more that, yeah, that, okay, let's, we can attribute things in nature to a, a spirit, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, but to say it like out of nothing... Uh, you're well, going to get people pushing back. Well, and that's because science says the same thing. Science says that God, that, that the universe just exploded. But if you think about it, you need three when things. When does the universe start? And so what yeah. you, what you need three things, right? Space, time, and matter, right? You need okay. those three things to, to start the universe. If you have time, well, if time is your ruler, well, when did time start? You need space to, to make up time. But even time right? is... is uh, is seen differently through other like mediums and everything. And that's what I'm saying. So if you have time, if you're saying, okay, well, time is the God of all things. Well, you need space to put time in to know how to read time. Okay. So you can't have time by itself. Okay. Well, let's go to space. Well, okay. You need space structure, right? Well, you can't have space with, without, uh, um, what did I say? Space matter. Right. So then, okay, well then it can't be space. So let's go to matter. Well, you can't have matter without time or space. So you need a Trinity to already start uh, time, space and matter. Is that the Holy Trinity? So in, so when you read the Bible, how does it start out in the beginning? God created the heavens and the earth, time, space, matter. Okay. All at once. So you need an outside being, right? So you need a Jeff Bezos to create a laptop. A laptop can't create a laptop. You need a Jeff Bezos to create a laptop so that laptop can help you create more laptops. Not Jeff Bezos. Uh, I mean, Steve, uh, Jobs. Uh, Steve Jobs. So, and that's the way God is. Interesting. God. I think you guys uh, are hearing, hearing Father David here. Yeah, it's, yeah. Ready. it's ripe for a new podcast. I mean, I'm telling you, we can definitely get this podcast going and you guys can ask him all your... Uh, your religious questions. And I, I would mean, help you pardon any sin that you need through a lot of Hail Marys, or hour. you can buy me some six packs. You can, you can skip that um, <laughs> Black Lives Matter thing. We did that already there. Um, so Ooh, I wanted to get into stuff that I yeah, didn't get I into saying, last week here. I, I'm, I'm a philosophy fan. Yeah. Um, I knew that, and then you brought up like Aquinas is a good Aquinas. Like, Aquinas oh, shit, uh, yeah. Know, yeah. Th- Thomas Aquinas is a good dude. Aquinas. Yeah. Sipping on someone. All right. So. Uh, let's get into stuff that I forgot to get into last week. It's not that I forgot. It's just that we ran way far over, and I thought I can try to run through a little bit of this stuff here. So we're getting into protesting again, and I get the protesting, right? The thing is, I got the protest before. I got it when people were protesting about lockdowns. I'm getting it while people are doing the BLM thing, right? Mm-hmm. Here's a little something. Someone I work with tested positive for the Rona at work. Someone I work with, right? It's unsure where they con- uh, contracted it, 
but they indeed went to massive protests. Mm. Now, uh, trust me, they're not a Trump supporter, so we know which one it is. No big deal. She was protesting police violence, which oh. definitely we need to all be uh, Wait, for I that. Thought, I thought if you were protesting police violence, you don't get the coronavirus. Well, huh. matter of fact, we'll talk a little bit about that <laughs> if I can get to it here. Um, I just wonder what folks would say if they contracted it after attending a, the lockdown protests mm. or a Trump rally even, you know? the. The left will inflate what conservative folks will say about lockdown versus police protests. We've talked about this. We show this video of double standards, which I'm going to play a little bit of right now, my friend here. Just watch how they inflate, how they talk uh, about it. a far more serious scene, uh, watch these images. Really just an ugly, uh, dangerous scene. Ugly and dangerous scene. In Michigan. As we look at this extreme group of people. Those pictures and those clashes really show um, the, the chaos. And you're out there with, with, um, with guns. I don't want to call them rallies. They're not protests. These quote-unquote protests, I, I don't even think that that's the right word uh, because protests are supposed right, to be pause peaceful. Real quick. I'm not embarrassed to how is that not protests people don't want to be locked up forced to have to close their doors down for what for inflated covid deaths about 25 i bet you it's inflated about 25 percent than it has to be because people that are dying from it or at least died with it that didn't die from it gets counted on as a covid death let me ask you a question brandon the hard hat mitchell did you know that when they did the autopsy of George Floyd, he had COVID. Did he die of COVID? I would say no, but I got a feeling that some people would like to count that. Uh, exactly. Now, yeah. uh, Colorado was the first state to go, hey, we need to look at these numbers. And what they did is they saw that there were people that were just not even being tested and it was being counted as a, a COVID death. And guess what? After they assessed it all, what do you think the percentage is? of uh, deaths that went down was, that's right, 25%. Ooh. So I, I believe that the COVID uh, death count is inflated by 25% at least. And uh, matter of fact, if you guys watch Steven Crowder's new uh, Change My Mind, which came out today, he does talk about that quite a lot, and he sources the hell out of his stuff. And yes, I was just saying, did you know that George Floyd had COVID? When did he, died? he really? Yeah. Now, <gasps> did he die of COVID? Or did he die from uh, an idiot cop choking him out for eight minutes and 46 seconds? For the bit, I want to say COVID. Well, there's a thing. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of people or at least a lot of hospitals inflating their numbers for that. And I think it's all financially uh, motivated. 100%. Anyways, let's continue on with these double standards here. That I was afraid. It's not clear what they're demanding, demanding to infect other people, demanding to make other people sick. It's dangerous, and these people can take this home with uh. them and hurt their families and all the rest. I'd like to ask them if they're willing to sign away their right to treatment, if and when they get infected. Who the hell do you think you are? I don't understand what is wrong with people. Stay at home. <laughs> One month later. I, I, I want to be clear in how I characterize this. This is a, mostly a protest. Uh, mm. it, is not, uh, it is not, generally speaking, unruly. Oh, no, that ain't a riot, what we're seeing right now in Minneapolis. Excuse me, any reasonable person would say we shouldn't be destroying other people's property, but these are not reasonable times. And please, 
Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite Pause real quick. and peaceful. The beautiful. Show me where it says in the Constitution that protests need to, It says it right in peaceful. the fucking Constitution. <laughs> Come on, to Cuomo. To peacefully assemble, to peacefully protest. Come on, Cuomo. Come on, Cuomo. Come on, Keep Cuomo. Here. Just a couple the seconds left. We're seeing citizens who are caring and concerned. They're hitting the streets. Heartwarming to see so many people mm. turn out peacefully. Uh-huh. You know, Brooke, I think this is a march, really. But as they're coming off, it's peaceful. They're saying peaceful protest. But across the country, uh, they're, uh, it's bringing people together, community with unity. People are risking COVID to explain to this country that we're fed up. So uh, former co-host of this show posted up something about like, Hey, you know, uh, the, the cases are rising and let's not forget that this is not from the recent protests. This is from Memorial Day. This is from uh, the lockdown protests that happened a month ago. Like, stop. This is, it, this is where we're at in life right now. We support all protesting. I don't care mm-hmm. what side of the aisle you're on. We, we, uh, we are for your protesting. That's your constitutional right. It doesn't seem like they, this is the divide that I see in America. And they go, oh, Trump's the big divider. Like, do you not just see what we just watched, what Mm -hmm. we just played here, how we're seeing how media portrays people that are peacefully protesting with their guns at City Hall, whatnot, because they don't believe. It doesn't matter what they believe. They're protesting. It doesn't matter. It's freedom of speech. Granted, there are another group of people, much more people that believe that we need to reform the police. And, and it's even funny how everybody's out there, like like Chaz, right? All that. Everybody's out there. Nobody's saying shit. Everybody's like, oh, well, they're doing their own thing. Like, let them do that. Nobody's bitching about that. Yeah, the the, the autonomous zone. I think they changed the name to CHOP now, yeah. Chopistan. And, I mean, listen here. And then uh, what they're doing there at that place, which is definitely not right-leaning, mm-hmm. where they are uh, building walls mm-hmm. to keep people out. They they are frisking you fris- at the door. Stop and frisk. They're stopping. Like these are policies they that you guys guns. would call Trump for racist or xenophobic and stuff. But you're openly doing them as well. Where is this divide really happening <laughs> well, here? And I just posted a video on 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 the Holy Hispanic YouTube, uh, uh, showing how in Chaz this guy was walking around with an American flag and a Trump and a Make America Great Again right. hat, and they attacked him for that. Well, they said something like, "You know what that means to us, yeah. or whatever." And like, you're, you're just, just coming try- here. Yeah, you're just trying to start something up. It's like, no, he's expressing this, and there's and there's a lot of black people there who were standing up for him, saying, "This is his constitutional right. Let him protest." And there's people out there saying, "Oh no!" And the thing that pissed me off is there's a girl trying to steal, the, steal, flag, the, steal the flag, and it's like, "Don't touch her! Don't touch her! Stay away! Let her do it! Let, Let her, her do it!" It's it. like. Come on, if we're going to apply these things, we need to apply them equally to everyone. Exactly. This is unfair for America for us to pick and choose who protests what. Like, yes, it's fine to protest uh, police violence, and and I, I wish that we can find reform. And I think it it, 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 it will lie in eliminating unions for forces that have guns and... Uh, are responsible for our public safety. Yeah. Um, we don't need, if you've been disciplined once or twice and you're a police cop, 
I think that's enough. Mm-hmm. We should hold them to such a high standard that if you if you have complaints are no big deal, right? Complaints are they happen because you give a your cop, you give someone a ticket they didn't want. They're like, oh, this cop was being a j- dick. They'll look into it, see, oh no, it wasn't fine. But when there's disciplinary action that happens. That's it. How do you feel about like the private industry being a part of that? Like, you know, how they have bouncers and how they have uh, like bodyguards and ex ex Marines who who are like there. I know there's privatized businesses that hire retired uh, military people and stuff like that to do those things. Well, first I've, of all, those people, if they carry guns uh, or even if they're security, they are in some sort of database. Okay. They have to go through some sort of training to become that in a lot of cases. Yeah. Uh, security guards, if they carry guns, even if you're a concealed carry, mm-hmm. you're in a database. You've, got, you've gone through courses to do this. Now, you're held responsible. If you kill somebody and you have a concealed carry license you're going to go up for Mm. you're going to go up for something right you're going to be charged on something and it's up to a jury to determine that i think that should happen with cops as well like they they kill somebody whether or not it's justified or not it should still go to court yes no matter what and they should have to fight for their life about it uh uh show them all reason and the thing is we need to take those judgments as they are if they're fair or not because to us because there are times where we saw the trayvon martin or Mm -hmm. The Eric Gardner or whatever, where they were uh, acquitted or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's because, yeah, they were re- resisting or something like we need to accept some of these charges because yeah, some people are going to die. Yep. And um, because they were not, and we also need to understand that they're, 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 they got a tough job. Well, the, the other thing that, that annoys me a lot from, from the, the minority culture, like the black and brown community is that once someone dies, they automatically become a saint. Like, oh, he died, therefore he was the greatest person who ever lived. No, that's not the way it works. If you're a shitty person and you die for being, like, you're still a shitty person. You know, and that's one thing I see in the hood all the time. When you go to funerals, is someone could have been a drug dealer, had four mistresses, killed a few people. But in that funeral service, everybody's going to just praise him. And I feel like that's what's going on in the media. Like, don't get me wrong. I do not believe any of these black men should be dying. I think it is wrong. You should not die at the hands of police for running away or for any way that they're dying. But I, I don't even want to say but because I feel like that negates everything. Also, I just feel like we need to realize that not every person is innocent just because the media says they are. Just because they die That's for That's another something. thing. When they go to trial, it's like they've already been trialed by by the media exactly you know and that's not fair either and people are already in there thinking oh well this is what i saw in the news this morning let's look at these uh these stats here that i keep mentioning and i haven't brought them up so this is the fbi stats from 2018 crime in the u.s and this is the hum the the murder now we can see whites majority of the murders they murder uh, I don't, yeah, the race of the victims. So there was more white people that, that died. But that's, you know, there's a lot more white people. They looks like white people kill white people, right? Um, 514 were killed by uh, black Afri- African-Americans. It looks like blacks, uh, black or African-American, I don't know what the difference is. They have a pretty comparable... Like if if we're talking that they're only thirteen percent of uh, of the population, I think that's what it is. Uh, thirteen to twenty percent of the population. You think it would be twenty percent of uh, three thousand, but it's not. They're dying, and it's not by white people. It's by other mm-hmm. black people. And 
Like, look. Like, significant. Yeah, by a lot. By quite a lot. So, I mean, listen, I'm not happy about any of these stats, man. This is ridiculous. White, black, uh, black, brown, whatever. These stats are terrible. People are killing people. But to say, first of all, the whole thing is all about racism. Well, even one of my favorite directors in the 90s was John Singleton, created Boys in the Hood and all those kind of movies. And what he showed was that there is a lot of black on black violence that nobody talks about. Even when you, you know, and and that's what I loved about the 90s is that you saw a lot of black people coming out saying there's a lot of black on black violence that nobody's talking about. Like there needs to be also a reformation of that. Like black people need to treat themselves better than they are. Yeah, I mean, first of all, stop calling each other the N-word, for, first of all. Right, for real. And then they get mad at people for saying it. I remember I, I, I remember watching this clip, and I think it was Kendrick Lamar, and he called this white girl up to the stage, and once she said the N-word, he takes her off the stage and everybody boos her, and if you look at the crowd... They all say it. 50% well, percent of white yeah. people, and they say the same damn thing. It's I like, th- yo, come on, I man. think that was a, 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 a stunt, if I'm not mistaken. I think I read that. It may have been stunt. Uh, mm-hmm. We may have talked about it on the show here. Um, can you go to this link right here, bud? Because you were talking about how they lift up these criminals as um, yeah, people yeah. That, as martyrs or whatever, to the point where they're making white folks feel so bad about their implicit racial biases that uh, they're allowing them to kneel in front of them and yep. wash their feet. Yep. Like Jesus washed the yep. feet of the homeless. Yep. Well, not even that. Like when Jesus washed the feet of the disciples, that was to show humility. That was, that, that was representative of, of something. What you're seeing now is inferiority. It's saying, I'm better than you. That's why you wash my feet. That's not the same thing as humility. Is it though? It's not. Because in humility is 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 saying I'm going to serve you despite of what you can offer me. This is more of like, oh, I'm just trying to appease you. I'm trying to make you happy. Therefore I'm going to I'm going to make you I'm going to lift you up and put myself down to make you feel better. Go That's not humility. Right so, there's uh, we only have a few minutes left and I want to get all these links oh, out yeah, of the let's way. Let's go. Let's go. So, Here's something that I came across last week. I think it was maybe two weeks ago. Uh, did it not give you the actual DC oh, Drano, dude? I love that guy. Follow that. Follow. Follow it. No, no, no. Up there. The now. Uh, oh, it's requested. God dang it! Well, yeah. How do you? How yeah. do you? How do you get the links and then put them on there? And because I'm already, I'm already requested, and I was already part of it. Oh, because so. you do it under your Twitter. Yeah. Or your Instagram. Uh, Instagram. Anyways, so no, this was, you may, you guys may have seen it anyways, but there were some white kids or white women cleaning up BLM graffiti off of a federal building. And this woman comes up and says, what are you doing? She's like, well, we're just cleaning this up. You know, it's a federal building, you know? And she's like, yeah, way to use your white privilege, ladies. You know, yeah. really disgusting. Like, are you fucking joking so, me? So what they were doing, they were wiping off uh, Black Lives Matter graffiti that was on the building. And this girl was calling them pretty much racist because they're cleaning up Black Lives Matter graffiti. Which is dumb because it's like, no, we're just cre- cleaning up graffiti. Put BLM on, in there. Why, like, why does us cleaning up graffiti have to be a racist thing now? Even in Brownsville. In Brownsville, they removed a rock because it honored uh, uh, some Jefferson something, and they removed the rock in Brownsville because he was a slave owner. Yeah, that's the one right there. Brownsville has almost no black people. It's like, what in the world are you doing? Yeah, here's the there video here. Thank you, Brandon. Why are you guys removing Black Lives Matter's graffiti? Where are you 
Stop right there. So you don't care about black lives then. It's like, wait, where did you get that idea? This says BLM. It could be Bureau of Land of Management mm-hmm. for all they know. You know, they are just cleaning up and doing their job. And you're inflate. You're pushing and projecting your thoughts. And like, listen, they're just cleaning it up. Does that mean they're trying to erase BLM nope. entirely? The movement? Come the fuck on. Listen to what else she says. That's what this... Not enough to leave up a message. You don't don't disagree with the message, ma'am. It's just on the building. We're just trying to clean it. Right. Why the fuck do you have to explain yourself? Not a great way to use your white privilege, ladies. Not a great. That's disgusting. Uh, There, I don't understand. I would have blown. I would have blown that bitch off and been like, "None of your fucking business." All right, I'm cleaning um, up. That's pretty much it for today. We The left was laughing at Abbott for saying, uh, this is Governor Abbott, by oh, the way, yeah. um, for saying that young folks didn't take the Rona seriously, citing it's because of the lockdown protesters. So people were like, they posted up this Newsweek article saying, you know, Abbott's criticizing young people for not taking it seriously. And they were like, oh, yeah, really? You opened up early and you blah, blah, blah. Well, the rise is happening because we're testing the most. Mm-hmm. We're seeing the most cases. Not only that, we had giant protests happen the last couple weeks, last three weeks. Like the incubation period is up to two weeks. You'll start showing symptoms up to two weeks. You know, if this was from uh, Memorial Day, if this was from uh, the lockdown protest, we would have saw those happen already. Yeah. But no, it's like, oh, Texas opened up and we see a rise of cases. You're like. But it just opened up. How yep. do we see a rise of cases already? It's just the media and uh, just throwing these stupid little things out, trying to say that the Rona, uh, dude, Rona is, is, is way out of proportion, and that's about it. Big we got to go. That's it for us, you guys. Thank you so much for checking us out. This is Emergency Exit Podcast. Check us out next week. For Brandon the Heart at Mitchell, for David Aguilar, I'm Lo Sane. That's right. Till next week. And one thing I wanted to add was... What were you just saying right now? <laughs> well, it's not because of the protesting. Oh, yeah. Well, one thing I wanted to add was it's it's weird how they will definitely say, and again, going back to the video, they would definitely say, fuck you if you protest for Corona, but, oh, go ahead and go protest for Black Lives Matter, please. Well, that it, was my it's whole like, come like, on, point back man. then. It's, it's like, like, come on. Show support for both of them. Yeah. What? So why were people saying... Why were people hating on the protesters of the lockdown? They were saying, "Oh, they're not taking this seriously. They're they're they are uh, they don't care about public safety." Okay, so why aren't you saying that about the other one, the other protests? Like you're not consistent. I feel like in this show we are nothing but consistent. I think so. We are consistent about our views, and we hold anyone accountable when we see racism we point it out mm-hmm. it's not just pointed out when we see it but when it's uh when it's uh filmed and i did want to mention something in this you know if we didn't have people out there filming the cops doing these things the unions would protect those people yep. those 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 bad cops if those cop if if us citizens didn't pull out our fucking phone when mm-hmm. george floyd was uh being crushed to death like 
I Would heard, this even happen? I, I, I saw an article. I, I didn't. I only saw the headline, so I, I didn't get to read the article. But it was something about like it. Somebody somebody wants to make it a law that you cannot record police officers. No, that 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 is against. No, fuck that. They're in public. You can film in public places, and it's uh, not only that. We're in Texas. So this should happen in everything. It should be a single consent state. Well, and that's the weird thing. Single consent state. Because as a photographer, and I've seen other photographers, like other videos on YouTube's, where a photographer may be taking pictures or videos of something, and then they get harassed by cops. And they're like, what are you doing? And it's like, what do you, like, I could record whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. Like, you can't tell America, me, yeah, this bitch. is America, you know what I mean? And it's weird because, like, I I haven't gotten any trouble. My cousin has. But, like, it's weird watching other photographers dealing with cops and being like, what? I can't record here? It's, this is America. I can fucking record anything I want. What the hell are you talking about? And I would be, I would point right at his chest and go, aren't you recording right now? Mm-hmm. Why do you get to record? Oh, I like that. You have a body cam that no doubtedly is on right now pointing at me. Why could you record me and I can't record you? Boom. Boom. Wow. I like that. I'm going to pull that next time if that ever happens because it's true. And th- and that's what I mean. Like, And that's what even what I one thing I've been thinking about lately is just I feel like Americans don't realize. Oh, I died. Um, I don't think Americans realize that they are free, that they are like able to 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 do that. You want to use that one? Uh, if it's on there too tight, it, it misfires it for some reason. Oh, nice. Well, anyways, that's it. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. We'll yeah. see you next week. Adios.